my dude. <laughs> my dude. <laughs> my dude. Um, so to be honest, uh, I like you should see the ones that I got when I was in physical therapy when I threw it my back the second time mm-hmm. because these are just like pressure cups. So you just press them in and they're just like little. Remember the pop things? Yeah. <laughs> They're like that. Yeah. They just stick to your skin. Do you think they would pop? They do pop. (laughs) Like inside out, like fly up in the air? They, they, and they come (laughs) off. Yeah, it happens. It happens. Um, They don't fly, but they flop off if if they're they're not pressured on well enough. In PT, they had an air gun, Mm -hmm. a compressor. So they screw a cup in. Like a Swedish penis enlarger pump type thing? Yeah. Yeah. Like a breast pump, but for your skin (laughs) on your shoulder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So to explain why we're talking about this, you look like a pepperoni pizza. You are covered in dark red spots. A delicious, delicious pepperoni pizza. You're you look like a clown. <laughs> I didn't even show you my legs. I could show you the ones on my ass and all the way down my quads and on the back of my hammies if you really wanted to. You'd show me all of them. I could if you really want. Did you want to? I mean, I'm I could. I worked really hard. I gasped an- when I saw the ones on your back. <laughs> I've worked so hard to have an ass that I could I could like myself. Yeah, squats and stuff. Squats, glute bridges, deads, like fucking Bulgarian squats. You yeah, know, just Get bridges, dude. Fucking fucking booty, man. <laughs> fucking booty. I want a booty. Yeah, I want to have a nice thick, thick Sir Mix-a-Lot ass. How many C's? How oh, many Sir Mix-a-Lot? That's like four. <laughs> That's like four it's at least C's. Four C's. <laughs> I want it to be like thick. Here's the thing. I've always had Do really you actually <laughs> Is this like a weird like fetish that we just found out? Not you want fetish. to have an enormous ass. Not an enormous ass, but I want it. I want a powerful ass. Wow, powerful. I want the ass of Thor. Oh okay. Captain America. Sure. Like an ass that like America's you look, ass. America that you look at and you can go, damn. That's an ass. Yeah, it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's that's the kind of thing. I, want. I don't want just like size for size's sake. That's, that's, that's Captain that's not, America's ass. That's not the same. I want like just a powerful ass. It's a very shapely, powerful. Thunder, thunder, thunder cheeks. Yeah. That's kind of. Uh, thunder. I don't know. Thunder cheeks is different. Okay. Thunder cheeks is like Sir Mix a lot. All right. Then okay. Then I'm trying to think of just. Wow. Just I, fucking powerful. I mean, Captain America. So, so here's great. the thing. Here's the thing. I don't know if you. So you've been at the gym a little bit. So you maybe I've you, been at the gym every day ooh. since Christmas. First the of day all, after Christmas. Thank an you. Honest applause for that. That's fucking awesome. Thank you. Number two. I don't know if you've seen them in the wild yet, but have you seen uh, the gazelle legs? No. Okay. Gazelle legs are those girls that wear leggings. Ooh. Usually a tight top. Yeah. But they're called gazelle legs because they focus primarily on their legs. Okay. And their legs look powerful. Like, you ever you know gazelle's legs, like their hind yeah. legs? It's like a thick, fucking meaty, <laughs> like big jointed fucking thing that just like is just full sinewy, like coil steel springing them out of alligators and crocodiles' mouths and shit. I like how much you're sexualizing these deer from Africa. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, that's, that's the gazelle legs. Yeah. Or antelope legs. You can say either one, but... They those girls have the gazelle legs, that, and that's, that's like a thing. That's the actual term. For that's what I call it. I don't know. You can oh, call okay. it whatever you want. I um, really like that. Yeah, but like you'll that's see them, catch on. and you'll see them do like, and these girls are awesome because they're doing fucking heavy weight. They're, yeah, they're not fucking around. Like there's a whole gazelle like herd, um, <laughs> at one of the gyms I go to. They're friends, but like they don't fuck around. Like they're coming to do fucking business and they do kill not skip iron. Leg day. No, they're like they're they're outlifting me on deads. Yeah. They're fucking crushing it. And I'm That's just like, awesome. I'm like, fuck yeah. And then there's, <laughs> it's not as common, but there's male gazelle legs as okay. well. 
not as common, but you do see them. They're usually the guys that have like the three quarter uh, tights. Okay. With the shorts, the three quarters, not the full tights, mm-hmm. but the three quarter tights with the shorts. And what they do, they do like a lot of power lifting. And when they get down low in a squat, it's just like their legs just fire and look like just steel. <laughs> they just look like mech warriors coming back up. Yeah. So those versions of legs are why I want a good booty. Um, the last time. <laughs> That's why. Those versions of legs are why I want a good booty. Yes. <laughs> you want that gazelle booty. <laughs> yes, exactly. I want a gazelle booty. That silverback gorilla booty. <laughs> That's basically what it is. Yeah. That's legit what it is. That's that's what I want. Um, the last time I got super in shape for no reason, uh, it was, I was mostly doing uh, bikes. Yeah. Uh, and it was that stupid virtual bike that I've talked about on the show before. And like it, parts of it, the more I would do it, the more challenging it would be. Like it would go up and down like hills and mountains eventually. Get higher and stuff. And shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I had like bionic legs. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you I have was like, legs? Huh? You had gazelle No, legs? they were like those like mech warrior legs, whereas like Ooh. my quads, like you could see the two muscles in my quad like yeah. very distinctly. I think, I think you could see. Yeah, like, yeah, could yeah, see yeah. 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 We're looking at each other's legs. Yeah, look at that. And like my the back of my calf muscle, I could like flex it and it looked like just a softball like glued onto the out. back. Yeah, of, yeah. Dude, yeah, that's the fucking shit. Like some people work out because they want to look better naked and they like the like, they like how they look. Mm. I was just telling you in the kitchen, like I go through all this because I want to be able to play hockey as long as possible and survive in hockey as long as possible. So that's why I do it. But there's nothing wrong with trying to look hot because dude, there's a lot of people that look hot after they get in shape. Yeah. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, but anyways, my going back to the, the booty that I want. Yeah. Back um, to your booty. Back to the booty. I want a booty to the point and I'll know I'll be done when I have problem with my pants. (laughs) wow yeah that's a I'm real getting thing there. i'm getting there i'm get. i'm already there with my boxers yeah where i'm i'm yeah it's happening i already i already tore two boxers whoa where i squatted down <laughs> wearing boxers and i f- felt them rip and i was like oh shit and i was the like oh. here yeah then i was like oh shit like i just fucking ripped them um but yeah i ripped them and now i'm having a problem where when i buy like compression shorts or mm-hmm. pants or if i buy boxer briefs or boxers or anything, um, I actually have to go to a size like up. Oh, okay. Because not that like I'm my waist is that not big, waist. but my legs are. Yeah. And I'm actually finding it's less of my booty and it's more of my quad and hamstrings. Yeah. Like this part. So I'll put on I'll put on jeans and the hip it will be loose, but they're like skin tight, like from like the <laughs> mid yeah. like the mid uh, point of my leg down yeah all the way down to my ankles is like skin tight and i'm like this is really fucking uncomfortable that's that's skater boy i've actually had to stop wearing like like four pairs in my pants because wow. they're just literally painful at this point so i'm happy that's, yeah that's good that's a good problem there. to have fucking getting there yeah yeah oh i never explained why i have why i'm a pepperoni boy um so oh, I'm yeah in the, <laughs> i'm in the final two weeks of my workout program. Yeah. The five three one. The the gains. Thing. Gain season. Yeah. Bulk season. I'm on the final week of like heavy lifting and then mm-hmm. next week is just deload week. So just low weights recovering and then that, and that's pretty much it. So yesterday uh Tuesday, uh I'm in meathead mode. Mm-hmm. I'm doing overhead presses with the barbell. Yep. And I'm in meathead mode. I'm doing as much weight as I've done. And I'm just like, this is it. This is the, f-. and I was getting tired, but like I came down on the fourth rep mm-hmm. and I was supposed to am wrap as many reps as possible. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, look, you can, you have one more in you. This is the, f- you, this, we've done this for 15 weeks, 
15 weeks to get the number here. Let's see what you got. Put it all out there. What do you have in the tank? Yeah. I said, fuck it. Like, bulk season, baby. I'm here. I'm here for the gains. And I pressed it up. And right as it gets, like, past my face, like, right past my eyes, my left uh, rhomboid. Yeah. yeah, the rhomboid. That's what it's called. It just, like, fucking... It didn't shock and, like, slip out. Ugh. But, like, it twinged so bad. I dropped it a little bit on the left. It dipped on the on, with the left hand. I was like, oh, fuck. And then for some reason, because I was a meathead, I just went, instead of dropping it and putting it down, be like, ooh, that was bad. I went, fuck it. And I just put it oh all the way God. up. No. Pushed it all the way up. My bones just <laughs> shivered. So my muscle exploded. So I tried harder. And then I just went, fuck. And then I brought it back down into the rack. And then the second I brought it back into the rack position to put it back onto the the holders, yeah, I was like, uh, that was probably not the best idea. <laughs> like, and I racked it, and I was like, ooh, that's tender. And my friend was like, yeah. And I was like, something happened. He was like, you okay? And I was like, I think so. So then I banged out forty five pull ups after that, which probably also didn't help the situation. But at the end of that, I was like, ooh, my back hurts. <laughs> I should probably <laughs> chill. Yep. And uh, fast forward to I can't I couldn't turn my head left at all. I had to turn my entire upper body left. Um, what yeah. muscle is your rhomboid? Is that like the neck to the center of your back? I know your shoulder blades. I know those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like right on the inside of the shoulder blade. Yeah. Between b- before the hits the spine. Okay. That's the rhomboid. So it probably like snapped around your shoulder blade or something like that. The tension. I don't know. I, sp- yeah. I sprained it. I sprained it. Long story short, I sprained it. I uh, haven't been sleeping because of it because it hurts so much. Here's the funny thing. You're going to laugh. I It hurts so much and it sprained my entire like upper left side. I couldn't, when I was laying down in bed, pick my head up because it hurts so much. So I would grab my hair <laughs> and li- pull my head up off the bed <laughs> oh with my hand God. and then use the other hand to adjust the pillow and then I would just drop my head back down. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Thwack. <laughs> yeah, that's literally how I had to do it. Because when I tried to move my head up, the muscles are just... If you just move your head forward like a like a bird, yeah. like, all those muscles you just felt in your neck and your back are things that just... Pain. Did not work. Just didn't work. <laughs> so, um, sleeping sucks because it hurt. And then I couldn't roll over because... That's pushing. That's yeah. using your back. So rolling over, I had to like gator roll. Like I had to like tuck. <laughs> you had to and, like, use roll. the momentum from your legs. Like, yeah. And then I couldn't even turn the other way because it was so painful. The stretch when I went to my left side yeah. was like so much. So I had to sleep the first night just like vampire. <laughs> yeah. And I couldn't sleep that way because I usually fall asleep on my side and then yeah. I roll to my back. So I'm just laying there vampire style for probably two hours. <laughs> I was just like, this sucks. And then I was like, wow, you're a fucking meathead. Why did you do that? Yeah. There was no need to do that. Did did it hurt just laying there? Yeah. Or only when you moved? Oh, it just um, hurt all the time. It was it hurt the first night it hurt all the time. Yeah. Um, and now I know what triggers it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It's, not, <laughs> it's not great. We all, you always get me a, a water downstairs before you come up and start recording. You're such a gracious host. But today I laughed at you because to look up, you just leaned your head back. <laughs> I was like, you're gay. Because <laughs> I, I, it triggers it. If I just yeah. do that, like I can do it, but it's just. It was like you had an invisible neck brace on and you <laughs> needed to look up so your old back just turned up. <laughs> Better safe than sorry, man. Better yeah. safe than fucking sorry. And yeah, seriously. I, I had to do it that way. Um, so, yeah. Th- so. So, pepperoni boy. So. Ew, I could see one of them. It's under your sleeve. 
<laughs> yeah dude the ones from pt were bumpy and raised <laughs> yeah um so yeah so i scheduled a massage appointment a mm-hmm. deep tissue massage with my massage therapist for next for this saturday and she texts me back and she goes "Ooh, i'm so sorry i actually meant to take off the weekend i'm not around i have to do something for my family how about next saturday i was like that's perfect and then that night I went to bed mm. and I said, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to play hockey and I'm going to feel better. It'll be hundred percent. I'm going to get back on the ice. Fuck. Yeah. Woke up in the morning and I went, Oh fuck. <laughs> and I immediately grabbed my phone, found it. And I just said like, like text Elizabeth. <laughs> I was like, ask her if Thursday is open instead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And dude, she, um, she, she's, Oh my gosh, she's awesome. She's, she's awesome because the more I see her, the better it gets because mm-hmm. the more she understands my body yeah. and the more she understands like what feels like, I don't even have to tell her anymore. She'll feel it. And she, and she uh. knows she's, she's also really experienced. So she knows she's, she'll go, she'll just poke. She's literally just like poking my body in different places and putting yep. pressure. And then she'll go to work and I'm like, Oh, I didn't have to say it, but she felt that my lower back was sore. Yeah. Or she felt that my waist was tight. That's so and cool. She, yeah. Cause the more you, you see her, the more I see her, the more she understands me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more and the more like comfort comfort we have, where now she's like she pushes more and more. Mm. So she she understands my pain threshold. Yeah. Compared to when you first see a massage therapist, they're trying not to scare you away. Yeah. Like I don't want. It's weird to walk in and be like, just hurt me, baby. That's all. That's <laughs> what I'm here for. Like yeah. that just also pushes them away. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's been a nice mutual thing now where, uh, like we know what's going on. So it's it's great. That's, cool. That's why I sound super like relaxed. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> when I first came in, I thought you were high. <laughs> and like, then hey, I dude. saw one of your pepperonis. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. <laughs> um hey, come on, and man. to answer your question, for anybody wondering about cupping, uh cupping doesn't actually remove like toxins, quote unquote. That's your liver. Uh what cupping does is that it deadens the nerves to make it easier to manipulate muscles that tighten up intense because of sensitivity. Yeah. And it also helps um it also helps like not just deaden it, but loosen it to begin with. So if mm. it's an area that's super tight, and even if like she can fucking beat me with a bamboo stick there and it's fine, it's just too tight. It's like she only has 90 yeah. minutes with me. If she has to spend an extra 10 minutes in an area because it won't loosen up, it's yep. a waste of time. And it's harder on her. So she'll just like put a whole shitload of cups like like all over my... Oh my God. As you can see. Were like, they were those all on there at once? Or like one yeah. side at a time? It was like a cluster of them. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> It, it helps look like an alien. Yeah, it helps loosen it up first, yeah. and then she'll move them around. So she did my left side, then my right side, then my okay. front, then my back, then my left leg, then my right leg. So like, like while you were being cupped over here, you were being massaged over here? Yeah, vice versa. Yeah. And it, it just works in harmony to like the really tough muscles that she doesn't want to waste time on. It helps loosen them up so it's like broken in for her when she gets there. Yeah. So it's just a thing. How much is massage like that? If you don't mind my massage me. with her is a 90 minute deep tissue with cupping hot stone and anything else she does she she does a like all of her modalities are just a solid price yeah so whether you do a 60 minute a 90 minute like a, a fucking whatever you want it's a flat rate for anything that you want in that so that's really cool so, so the time is the same cost or the no 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 it's just like it's not it doesn't cost more to get cupping oh okay she gotcha. just goes like it's just time yeah it's just time so i pay for 90 minutes for an hour and a half i pay 110 dollars. wow uh for cupping deep tissue hot stones and today i got uh oil treatment nice so she used like different oils like like very nice stuff very for relaxing my, for my busted up shoulder 
Uh, so yeah, it's 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 weird because when you first start doing massages, it's so expensive. You're like, why am I doing this? Yeah. But like, if you get as banged up as I always do, or if you just want to relax, mm-hmm. well, like enough, it's worth it. I can tell the relaxing part works. <laughs> it definitely works. Like I always try to do it just once a month. Yeah, that's wow. it. Like I don't need to do it more than that. That is a hundred bucks a month. <laughs> yeah. 110 yeah plus tip <laughs> that's true yeah but keep in mind i was joking about with my my uh co-worker today it was just like um what, what we were saying he was like i was like how do you afford your lifestyle because he goes through like a jar of protein powder a week he smokes jewels so he has like has to pay for jewel oh, pods man. he goes through like a box of pop tarts a day he goes through 10 cans of monster Jesus. a week yeah i'm just like how the fuck and he goes living expenses baby and i was like I pay 15 bucks a week to play hockey. That's my living expense for the week. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Like, that's all I do. We all have our thing. Yeah, we all have our thing. So, it's that's the thing. It, like, it sounds like a lot, but if, once you put it in perspective that I don't spend a lot of money to begin with, yeah. it's pretty simple. Yeah. Like, so it's not too bad. Not that's too cool. Bad. Yeah. I've always wanted to do one. I also, I kind of mentioned earlier that because you've always wanted me to do that dumb, dumb hot yoga. Um, I so I got that Ring Fit Adventure game, and I said I've gone to the gym every day since the day after Christmas. I've yeah. either gone to the gym or played at least a half an hour. Of I Ring count. Fit. War, I count playing Ring Fit at home as going to the gym. It's it. I do too. Yeah, I count <laughs> like, as going to the gym. My, according to my watch, I lose like I do like three hundred calories in half an hour. Um, so yeah, it's it's <laughs> that game's really good. Yeah, uh, so, talk about it. It's so. It starts you off very basic. You just jog in place, which the second I started, I'm like, oh, I hate this. I'm way jigglier than I thought I would be. Because, um, like, jogging on a treadmill is one thing, but literally just <laughs> jogging in place, I just felt like a human jello mold. Um, but it has you do that, and then you, like, learn how to fight an enemy, and you just fight an enemy by doing these workouts, and you can pick, pick which one, which I really like, because, like, there are certain workouts that, like, do more damage, but you're like, God, I can't do a single more crunch today. I'm just going to do arms. So they, like, kind of force you to change it up like that. But if you really wanted to work on your legs, you could just do the the leg one, the leg one, the leg one, the leg one, to just do all your damage to the enemies and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, That's cool. But yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Like, it's the combat plays out kind of like Pokemon where you choose an attack and it does it's turn-based, but the only thing that the enemies do is just attack you. So you do an ab press you take that like hula hoop attachment thing and you just squeeze it as hard as you can into your abs. And it's very easy for your arms to do that, but you have to flex your abs. So like if you're fighting four enemies, you attack each of them and then they all attack you at once. So if it's like one enemy, you have to hold it for like 10 seconds. But if it's four enemies, it's like 40 seconds of just doing a single ab press. So that's where the challenge there is. There's just, a, they blend game mechanics and working out really well. Um, and like it gets harder, like it scales properly and things like that. And the levels mix it up where, oh, this level, uh, there's certain things where when you're jogging, you're moving at a normal speed, but then you can like jog quickly and you calibrate when you first boot up the game, like, okay, just jog in place at a normal speed. Okay. Now jog in place fast. So it knows the difference. Yeah. Yeah. They don't expect everybody to jog fast at a certain speed. So they make you set that speed, which is really cool. There's like, uh, bridges that you have to go across where like the planks will drop out. So you have to go fast. 
and like the I'm on like world four now and there's levels where almost the whole level is those plank bridges so you have to go fast through the whole level oh, shit. and then there's like really deep puddles and like rivers that you have to cross and you have to do like high steps like oh, bring your God. knees up to your chest to be able oh, to wade fuck. through it I yeah hate, I hate high knees or uh when your character goes upstairs you have to do high knees <laughs> high knees and They're the, the worst and like at the end of each world, you fight the same boss and he just keeps getting away and going to the next world. And at the end of world three, the boss levels are really short because it's basically just walk 100 feet and then you get to the boss and you just have to do all these workout attacks for like five, 10 minutes. Um, one of them for him was just like 200 feet straight upstairs. So you had to do high knees for probably like three minutes and I had to take a breather halfway through. Uh, and then you're rewarded at the top of the hill by having to fight a dude who's like harder than any enemy you fought. I like how it's like borderline. You're basically fighting in person. Like yeah. there's like ducking, weaving, throwing punches, jump yep. kicking. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. That's really cool. But then uh, they start adding. They slowly add more mechanics to not overwhelm you with the fact that it's an RPG, but like get you used to working out to attack. And then, and then they're like, "Oh, did you notice how all of these arm workouts are like red when you select them? It's like a, this red icon. And then the leg workouts are blue. And then the yoga ones are green. Now there's multicolored enemies. And if you're fighting a blue enemy, you should do a blue workout, which is legs. So like sometimes it'll hit you with like a whole level will be blue enemies and you're like all right i guess this is the leg level because <laughs> like to do more damage you want to do the leg ones and leg day yeah and then there's like certain attacks that do, do like damage to three enemies but then there's other attacks that do a lot of damage but only to one enemy like so aoe and high power it's yeah, really cool really cool it's really like cool. a legit video game and then you have hearts that go down when you like don't do the ab thing well enough or you have to be kind of strategic of you want to take out enemies first instead yeah. of weaken them all because each turn they each do the same amount of damage yeah. to you so you should knock them out first uh so you lose hearts and then you have to like you have to go back and replay certain levels so you could get ingredients to make smoothies because smoothies are like health potions in the game so like in the middle of fighting you have to like chug a smoothie nice it's cool i think a lot of people have i think i've said this to you before i think a lot of people have the misconception that fitness has to be like crossfit or yeah it has to be like you're doing, you know, some crazy kettlebell thing. It's like, you don't really need to do that. No, like fitness is if you can elevate your heart rate. Yeah. That's fitness. That's kind of it. Like, yep. that's it. So it's awesome. Have you been recording it on your Apple watch? Every single one. Really? We're not friends in fitness. Why is that? I don't know. I think I didn't want to be jealous. <laughs> um, so do you not want to be friends in fitness? No, we totally can. Okay. At this point, you would be jealous. <laughs> I probably would be. I haven't done anything recently. Um, yeah, we could set that up. Um, I also so far have, I got a perfect week in the Apple watch thing. So I filled all three rings every day from Monday through Sunday. Very nice. Um, so I got that award for the first time ever. And I'm still on track for a perfect month. And I'm going to do it. Hey. Yeah. That's awesome. So be, hey, I got a new activity notification. You just want to be your friend. You'll actually be surprised how much I don't do in comparison to somebody like Johnny. Yeah. Johnny fucking crushes it, dude. Johnny yeah. does so much. Because all bet. he does is run. But um, I think, no. I mean, I crush it. I try to crush it the most in hockey. Yeah. But. Uh, Are you yeah. snooping at my prof? No, I'm looking at what I've done. <laughs> it's, it's not very good. What I've done? It's really not. Um, Dude, you did a huge amount. You did way more than I've done. 965 calories? Was that today? Yeah. Yeah, son. Dude, that's fucking huge. That's, I wanna, more, that's way more than me. Dude. I jogged for half an hour straight today. 
dude, don't don't sell yourself short. You should you should, if you look through my stuff, you'll be like, wow, he only burned five hundred and seventy nine calories. That's it. Like, yeah, that's all I fucking did. Like, <laughs> yeah, um, you'd be surprised, man. You'd be and especially because I'm on the shelf until next week because I'm not doing. I've been inactive since Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be inactive probably until Wednesday. If I'm okay. somehow 100% come Monday, which I don't think I would be, mm-hmm. I'll work out Monday, and then I'll work out Friday and play hockey Wednesday, but I think I'm just going to wait till hockey on Wednesday. Yeah. Because I don't want to blow my back out. <laughs> yeah, don't. Um, yeah, it sucks. I, uh, Ugh, it sucks. I've also weirdly, the last like week or two, have been just anxious all the time like super high anxiety so exercise helps right it super does it's crazy i was like i go through like these weird phases like up and down every day and it's like i feel fine like twice a day and then i feel bad twice a day and then i realized (laughs) on my 15 minute breaks at work i just do a lap of the whole campus and i we have like the grip strengtheners yeah and i just do 10 reps left hand 10 reps right hand 10 reps right hand for 15 15 minutes while i'm walking around the campus and I just zone out and I'm literally just counting to 10 for 15 minutes over and over again, not thinking of anything else. And that's why <laughs> I feel so good twice a day because I just do that. We got to get you doing pull-ups next. You got the fucking grip strength for it. You might as well start doing pull-ups. I can, I can, my hands have got it. It is crazy. The amount of difference I've just felt in my arms and my hands yeah. from doing that for like two weeks. Wait, wait till you do pull-ups. Yeah. Uh, that the only other thing is that to pull up, not only do you have to hold yourself onto a bar, but I have to lift 230 pounds True. up above the bar. Oh, oh by the way, as of this morning, 230.0. Hey, that's, that's a new low in like three years, dude. Yeah. You're making it look easy, man. Making, making strides. Dude, you're fucking crushing it. I'm doing vegetarian this month. Uh, oh, okay. S- still haven't had soda since August. Well, that's, you feel great with that, right? Yeah. Oh, did I not tell you about the vegetarian thing? No, you did. Yeah. I didn't realize you were keeping with it. Yep. So far, boy, do I hate it. <laughs> Good for you. To, but like you're doing it and you're doing it with with the willpower yeah. to keep it up. And I'm mostly just doing a bunch of willpower things this month. Dude, that's, I'm not doing any willpower shit, man. That's awesome. Yeah, do one. Just do it. Do what? I mean, your kind of whole life is willpower. That's you have <laughs> such a structured regimen that every part of your regimen is like peak healthiness. So like, you really don't need to. Like I was gonna say, like I got into this with with one of my friends. He was like, we should do like a sober October. And I was like, I maybe drink once a week. He's like, okay, um, <laughs> we should do like like hot yoga month. And I'm like, we do hot yoga. And he's like, okay, um, we should do. And I'm like. Soap October is for people who don't do the things we do. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we do these things already, man. He's yeah, like, exactly. oh, right, okay. It was like, we couldn't think of something. Um, yeah, I'm actually, you know what I'm doing? I'm dedicating myself. So I've been, I am the junk rat of uh, the PC build right now. As you <laughs> okay. can see by the parts littered on the bed. Yeah, that have been littered on the bed. So to honor the contributions of my fellow uh, PC Master Race friends, <laughs> yes. I am dedicating myself to finish the uh like my like get the build up yeah i need a case need a uh, motherboard and i need a cpu that's it that's it wow that's pretty cool i don't know if everything is going to work together yeah but we'll see so it starts with the desk and that's that's my biggest (laughs) conundrum i've isolated (laughs) the desk again it's an acacia espresso stained butcher block oh man uh six feet by two that's good 54 55 pounds um, this is about four feet 
Yeah. So two extra feet. And it's going to be a couple out, inches longer. It's probably yeah. going to be out to like maybe my knee. Yeah. So like six inches longer than that desk. Yeah. And um, this desk is going to be yours. And then Ooh. I need to find legs for it. So the goal is this. I'm doing it to try to keep a cheap desk. Mm-hmm. Desks are expensive. Yep. Um, the problem with the desk of doing it with a butcher block and building it yourself is the fact that I need to find legs for it. Mm-hmm. Now, I was thinking of getting actual like wooden legs and just drilling them in to the butcher block mm. and then just there. Yeah, exactly. So part of me was thinking, well, what if I do the whole filing cabinet, like like little desk thing on yeah. the, underneath them? Those are like 60 bucks a piece. And then yep. if you do the math, I might, I might as well just buy a fucking desk that's yeah, already seriously. built together. So it's like, I'm not doing that. So I'm trying to find a way to do it, and I think I have a way. Okay. I think of a way. Hit me. Shelf cabinets. Do you know what those are? No. Nope. Um, you've seen them. They're just like shelf racks, like wired metal shelf racks. Oh, okay. Usually in four. Yeah. You can adjust the height of those, and you can keep them in twos, and those are like 30 bucks for one. So if I get one of those for 30 bucks, I split it into twos, so there's two shelves yeah. instead of one solid four, Yeah. and I adjust the height of those, boom. Is that going to be strong enough? Yeah, those are rated up to 350 pounds. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. As long as you don't get the plastic ones. The metal ones are rated up to 350 pounds. So 350 pounds and each of them will be bearing half the load of your desk. Yeah. So your desk could have 700 pounds worth of stuff on Which it. it Maybe. No. Which it wouldn't. So my uh, desk would have this stuff yeah, on it. it Candles, a mixing board, a laptop. <laughs> I mean, it would also have a PC, but like that would be on the sides. So yeah. That's fine. Cool. So that sounds like a plan. And then yeah. you could you have like little shelves there. Mm-hmm. Win win. Um, yeah, that's awesome. When do you think you'll have it all done by? I'm hoping in two weeks. Oh, well, like the entire PC. Yeah. Ooh, probably another month. Yeah, because the desk is going to put me back a little bit. Desk in two weeks. Yeah, gotcha. Desk in two weeks is feasible, money wise and yeah. like log- logistics wise. Uh, PC being completed, parts ordered, everything like that. Uh, probably Built. another three. Yeah. So cool. Well, what the? It's good that you like need the motherboard because that's pretty much what everything is attached into it's good that i need it i it's good that that's the thing that you can choose what you're getting versus just a here's a hand-me-down motherboard and now you have to make the rest of the computer work with this you got you got <clears throat> ram a display power supply hard drive gpus and gpus um actually yeah the gpus might be tough you need to get a motherboard that works with those. Yeah. The RAM is going to be fine. The RAM's hard drive fine. is going to be fine. CPU power supply. Fine. Power supply is just your limit. Like once you, yeah. if, as long as you know what the wattage of that is, you just need to make sure everything comes in under that. Yeah. But yeah. That's awesome. And then you could get like a, you pretty much get the best motherboard that is compatible with all that old stuff and then get a decent CPU. I'm not like scam and help me like price it out. I think mm-hmm. it's like two fifty. For, for the board the cpu and the case wow maybe 300 at most interesting cool which is not bad seems like a good amount but they're pretty solid so yeah we'll see my uh gotta do the desk gotta do the cpu desk. is 400 dollars <laughs> hey man you gotta play minecraft that's you gotta, <laughs> that's right and overwatch once every three weeks yeah you got you gotta you gotta stay on top of it i gotta figure out my wi-fi situation i felt so bad that uh Oh, you didn't even play that time either because you were busy. But Scammon and Colin played oh, this and, Tuesday. Yeah, and they yeah, wanted us I was, to I was, uh, I was recording my Takedowns to Breakdowns podcast. Yep. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Takedowns to Breakdowns. Um, but I, I just, I joined their game and I was just spectating Scammon. And it was like, uh, 
I'm like, nope, I'm not playing with that. <laughs> um, is it how old's your router? It's an Airport Extreme, the last generation. That's not bad. How yeah. how old's the modem? Uh, new. How new? It's just f- on the opposite corner on the separate floor of my parents' house. Oh. So it's going diagonally across a cube through Ooh. floors through like three rooms and it's you wifi. could uh all the wi-fi in my room sucks get a network switch everywhere. yeah powerline ethernet network switch it's gonna it's gonna like bottleneck you but at yeah. least you'll get a guaranteed stream coming through you're i'm not like, gonna be in my parents house for very long so i'm just gonna much, i mean yeah long enough that it'll be annoying that i can't yeah. play online games on my very expensive computer i just say and, and at the same time it doesn't cost much to do that like, i might honestly just put the when i get that desk just put it in the basement because i do have a i have ethernet run down to the basement for the playstation oh, and then okay. i can just get a switch down the uh, uh, network switch down there and split the ethernet to yeah. the computer or network just, switches are like 50 bucks yep right, we already have one. Oh, so you're fine yeah so i might just do that put the so you're not gonna be there much longer you say I mean, hopefully that's the goal. Uh, tomorrow I get paid. Credit cards done. <gasps> that's right. I remember back in the day just talking about you. That's right. Planning to get to get, finish paying them off. Get my plans. Yeah. Uh, not having to pay rent has been pretty easy to get that last stretch done. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, why are you trying to get out of there already? Why are you just like squeeze a little more blood out of that stone? It's it's. I say not long, but it's probably like a couple months, a few more months. Because okay, when you say um, not long, I think you mean like a month. Uh, no. <laughs> definitely not a month because don't you want to get your car underway two, yeah two to that? five months um car is the last thing get the car get that set up get, and get enough money secure, for down payment yeah security then. deposit ready for an apartment and then i get my work bonus and tax season is like right around the corner oh man i wish i knew what a work bonus was yeah that's right and and then a couple more months of saving rent and then boom car out bye nice do you have an idea of where you want to live or no uh closer to work um where like I, I work very near here like yeah uh, um, <laughs> yeah you live uh so much closer to my work than i do <laughs> live a little closer in this area maybe. yeah come on man i think i also live closer to your work than you do <sighs> yeah you do yep yeah um uh, oh my dad we have a ring uh like smart doorbell thing Mm-hmm. And it like automatically records and then sends you notifications. He sent me a notification of a huge black bear casually walking right in front of our house, like on our deck, and then right past where my car would be parked if I was home right now. Oh boy. And it was from like half an hour ago. Oh boy. Yeah. So that's cool. <laughs> Just <laughs> makes me feel so much better about being outside in the woods. Yeah, dude, dude, you woods. should move in the area. Yeah, I want to. I was thinking, honestly, even more north of here, like Southern Mass, um, just because that would be cool. Nice change. I yeah. don't know. Go for it. Um, Get out of the standard place you've always seen and been around. Yeah, and <laughs> live in a different state for the first time in my life. Yeah. Even though it's just like 10 minutes away. Still, it counts. Yeah. I'll put, put it on the board. Yeah, I was thinking of that. Yep, exactly. Yeah, put it on the board. Two now. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a plan. I'm excited about it. Speaking of taxes, I've been freaking the fuck out about taxes. About tax season? Yeah. Why? Um, Did you get hosed last year? Yeah, I owed money for the first time in my life. Yeah, which makes a lot no of people sense. did. Yeah. I did not. Yeah. It was the best. I don't, I genuinely don't know what the difference is for some people. I mean, it's like, I owed money. I owed money. I owed yeah, way I more money. I thought, I thought Trumpy boy was going to save us all. Save me. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the, uh, the thing that, so 
I, re- I I told the story. We told the stories of car registrations. On the oh podcast. yes, <laughs> and that's got me super hyper fearful for anything like related to regulation and law. So when it comes to taxes, I'm like, is all my shit like all my ducks in a row? Is is all my paper properly filed? Is everything registered properly? Yeah. Um, I I've, I've been checking like the taxes. Oh, I got to see if they if. Uh, they cashed my check for my uh, car tax because mm-hmm. um, I moved uh, at a certain time of the year. Mm-hmm. So car tax like gets applied by a certain town instead of only one town at the previous town, not your current town, but the previous during in this time frame of this one window. So it's just like, oh, good, they got my they got my check. So it's just like, <laughs> I was like, are you actually checking that right now? Yeah, I did. Um, so I was freaking out, and I was like, what the fuck do I? And long story short, I'm gonna be fine, but it's just. Also, I'm scared I'm gonna have to owe money again. It's like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? I, I pay my taxes. Yeah, like you might. <laughs> it's like how? It's like, dude, I I lose like a lot of money from my paycheck to taxes for federal and state. Not enough. Not, yeah, not enough. Fucking, yeah, not enough. Got to pay for a war, my man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Don't got money for the this education or anything or clean water shit. Got to pay for war. Yeah. Why? Isn't it? Isn't it funny that we live in a world <laughs> where like just literally world war three could be around the corner and people are like oh yeah new memes because <laughs> the world war three memes are really good but at the same time it's just how we cope with it yeah it's just it, how it's it is a today. coping it's just, thing it's a coping mechanism we just make fun of it like i love the tiktoks about like the kids joking about the draft yeah uh that's been a very like we've been having meetings about that at work because my company has been tied into that and it's really? like what the hell <laughs> it's hilarious there's this i forget the name of the guy but he like he makes this own little song over a little beat and it's like just captioned with like trump poking his head out from the hall like do you fuck with the war and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's he's the kid he's like no i don't fuck with the war and he goes oh okay but do you fuck with the war and then he goes no i don't fuck with the war <laughs> is that that's from the little dicky song right is it yeah i think that's a little dicky song i'll show oh, it oh really yeah it's like a, it's a little dicky song that had a budget the music video of like 18 million dollars <laughs> it has like a ton of cgi in it and like uh john c Riley is in it uh it's hilarious um i had no idea i forget what it's called but uh oh uh, it's called pillow talk it's good it's oh li- i know pillow talk yeah yeah, yeah i know pillow talk um, pillow talk yeah um yeah world war three that might happen I don't think World no, War Three is not going to happen, but we're probably going to start another war with a country nah. that we don't need to start a war with. Nah, all we're going to do is, and sorry for people who didn't want to hear about politics, but we do live in the country that has this uh, air drone assassinated uh, <laughs> a government official, military yeah. official of another country. So it is a hot topic. But from what I've read and what I've understood, where there's not going to be a world, another world war. What it's going to be is just an extended war. What we already have with our entrenchment in the Middle East. Yeah, pretty because much. Because Iran doesn't want to. I'm sorry. Hang on. I'm having a brain fart. Iran. <laughs> that was a nice meaty pause. <laughs> yeah. Is it Iran or Israel? I think it's Iran, right? Iran is the one that we drone strike. Yeah. Drone, drone struck. Yeah. So Iran. Um, I mean, they all don't want it, but they all won't want to have a full escalation to war with the United States. Yeah. Because the United States will just nuke them off the planet. Yeah. Like if it comes to that, we will just wipe their city out, wipe yeah. their cities out. And they know that. But then it just turns it back into Afghanistan and Iraq. 
Yeah. But they know that they will be dropped to that tier if it turns into a full escalation. Yeah. Because we're gonna we're gonna carpet bomb the shit out of it and then we're gonna roll in deep with our convoys and then it's like we're gonna set up shop and then it's gonna be us entrenched for another 10, 12 years. Yep. And that's what I was I was talking about this with my friend at work and I was saying, look, I understand like America thought they had to respond because of the um the embassy attack and mm. all this other stuff. Like I understand. I, I get it. I get it. But I'm just saying the downside to this is we just added a couple a couple trillion dollars and a couple year, more years of like our troops being there being yep. threatened exactly. and then having effects on people there. <sighs> like we're just more involved back into the Middle East now when we were just like on our way out, like <laughs> just trying to fucking end this. Like you guys are good. You guys got this right. And then I was like, nope, send another 3000 troops. It's like, Jesus. <sighs> Yep. Fuck. So no, that won't happen. But the memes. <laughs> but the memes. But the memes. Um, not to get super dark, but I'm sure if there's anything, it wouldn't be war. It would just be they would retaliate with some weird shit, one-off weird shit, to try to like avoid war or just provoke enough. Like right now, it's just a dick measuring contest. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like they fired missiles that just missed these targets. It's like, well, it's because they could have hit them, so they're they're you know they're trying to save face against us and then america does this oh well we're gonna like you know blow up this fucking building it's like okay well then they're gonna attack this and it's just gonna fight it's yeah the rich get rich the poor stay poor um <sighs> made me want to listen to rage against the machine for a bit oh yeah which i haven't listened to in a long time and then you put it on you're just like dun 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 <laughs> I saw a picture of uh, <laughs> I saw a picture of Tom Morello just absolutely jamming out in front of a giant banner that says Nazi lives don't matter. <laughs> um, God, yeah, they're so awesome. Aren't they coming back or something? I think they're doing a tour. I think they're doing a little tour. They're doing a tour, which is so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's been like 19 years or something since yeah. they toured. Yeah, even longer maybe. Yeah. Um, I speaking of uh, bands, I was because um, of the episode with Joe. I was watching the Nirvana doc, the docu series thing that he told me to look at. Oh uh, yeah, um, the Foo Fighters or the yeah Foo Fighters. Yeah, uh, super fucking cool. Yeah, super fucking cool. Like they break down like the Seattle scene and sub pop and what all that shit was and how it was impacted. And what was cool is that like Dave clearly doesn't feel like talking about his time with Nirvana as much because yeah. a it happened a long time ago. B he's his own person and C he has his own life. Now his own chapter of, of history. Yeah. And doesn't always have to be tied to Kurt Cobain. Yeah. But to hear him open up about it was really cool. It that is cool. Cause because, I never really hear him talk about it because he talks about it in the sense of like as a friend. Cause that's yeah. what it was. He was like, I didn't give a fuck about like, Oh no, the band. He was like, I lost one of my best friends. Yeah. He was talking about how he was like lost for a while because of it. And he was like, I didn't want to be involved in music at yeah. all. So I stopped. And he talks about a, a story where he was in Ireland just by himself driving around the countryside, mm -hmm. just being alone. And uh, he saw a kid, like a hitchhiker in Ireland with a fucking Kurt Cobain shirt. <laughs> and that triggered him. And he was just thinking, I got to get back into music. Yeah. Like, I thought I was alone out here and fucking here he is. Here's Kurt like fuck. And he has to get back in. Um, and it's cool. Cause he's interviewing all these other Seattle bands. He is. Yeah. Like Ooh. he's sitting down with like the, like 
what's Ben from Death Cab for Cutie and yeah. uh, uh, what's Chris, I think, from like Soundgarden and all this other stuff. Chris and, Cornell? Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like sitting down with he's everybody. Dead. Yeah. And um, and I forget who, but one of the guys is, is like, dude, I never... Like Dave's the one asking the questions behind the camera. And he goes, in all honesty, man, this isn't a bullshit answer. I 100% meant to call and and just say I'm sorry for your loss when Kurt died. And he was like, Rockstar should aside because at the time we were blah, blah, blah. And you were like Nirvana. And like at the time I knew it would be weird if I came out like that. Just almost like we were, we were just, you know, big rock star bands doing a thing yeah but as a friend and as a fellow guy from seattle like you know i i i was super sorry and i've f- kicked myself in the in the ass for it for years and i'm glad i'm able to now say it to your face that i'm really sorry that happened and i wish i did something then wow and i gotta dave, see this yeah and dave was like fuck man thanks that means a lot and they were like they like made up on camera <laughs> like they were like they're like talking and get and like reminiscing on camera. It's really cool. It's really yeah. cool. Also because Dave is just he's just such a cool guy. <laughs> he is a cool guy. He's a cool guy because he he's just like a rock kid. Yeah, which is cool. He doesn't like freak out about the minutia of making music. He's yeah. just like this sounds cool. Let's fucking go with this. Yeah, they're like fucking yeah. <laughs> just, they just do it, and it's it's cool to see that because it's cool to see somebody that care for you with it. Yeah, exactly. Um, it made me want to watch uh, It Might Get Loud again. Oh, yeah. But I can't so find good. it anywhere. I just, every once in a while, I watch clips of it on YouTube. Like That's what I ended up doing. The intro where Jack White makes his little Coke bottle, like, <laughs> run string guitar. <laughs> he's, a, he's a fucking character, dude. Yeah. Like, he's a weird guy. <laughs> he's a he's a character. Apparently on... Uh, Jack Black has his own YouTube channel that's so dumb but so funny sometimes. Uh, he went down to uh, Tennessee and hung out with Jack White for the day. So Jack Black and Jack White. And apparently he went to his house and they recorded a single that's yet to be released. And I think they're still like tweaking it and releasing it. And they're like, their artist name together is Jack Gray. <laughs> um, I can't wait to hear it because I think that's such a cool, that's really cool. two musical styles to, to mix. I never liked Tenacious D. I loved Tenacious D. I, fuck, I <laughs> never liked Tenacious D. I always thought they were super annoying because you know why? I always thought they were a parody of music. They were parroting the songwriting process. They were parroting mm-hmm. what it meant to play music. And I understand now that that was their expression of having fun with music. So mm-hmm. who, who the fuck am I to criticize it? Um, but it's why I also didn't like uh, Flight of the Concords for the longest time. I loved them too. <laughs> because I was like, what are you doing? It's like you're trying to like... You, you're, it's like you're trying to take stand-up comedy and music and you're trying to, you're making putting them in like you're putting them in the microwave <laughs> and then you're taking them out and putting them in a bottle like a glass cup and then you're fucking them together like, that's what, what you're the doing. hell that's what i mean like <laughs> what an oddly specific <laughs> colorful <laughs> metaphor it could i'm sorry for comedy music <laughs> it's just do you not like any comedy music like bo burnham really, Dimitri martin i really don't yeah. I can I can appreciate it for what it is, but I really don't. Yeah, I really don't. It's just I don't know why. Yeah, it's the same reason why I don't like cocktails. It's like I just want my whiskey neat. Okay, don't fucking. <laughs> I was put like, it. cocktails like a drink. Yeah, like <laughs> I just want my whiskey neat. Sure, I don't want it and fucking you like. Just want your vodka neat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, actually, no. I, I'll I'll have my vodka drink is uh vodka club soda and lemon. Yeah, that's good. So it's really nice. Yeah. It's really nice. Um, I love Flight of the Concords. I 
typically hate comedy music, Tenacious D and Fly of the Concords are the two exceptions. Because Tenacious D makes like comedy albums, comedy music albums, and yeah. Flight of the Concords were just hilarious. Like their talking bits and musical bits, like intertwined with each other. Uh, like they would make dumb jokes about the song that they just played or about the song that they're about to play that yeah. like elevates the song itself to be even funnier. So this is what made me appreciate both of them. Tenacious D, I forget when, I think it was when School of Rock came out. When School of Rock came out and mm-hmm. I watched it, I, out of nowhere, I think it's because he wasn't trying to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't purposely trying to be funny. He wasn't forcing it. I was like, Jack Black's really talented. Yeah. I was like, holy shit. This dude who doesn't really try, mm-hmm. he just enjoys it and does it. He's fucking great. Like, I love listening to him sing. Then I was like, I should listen to Tenacious D now. And I did. And now I was like, I get it. Yeah. I get it. it, it like, it made He's sense. just a, like a metal nerd. <laughs> like, yes. he just loves yes. heavy rock. Um, and I get it. Uh, same thing with uh, Flight of the Concords. Um, it was with Stav. Stav is the one who broke Flight of the Concords for me. Nice. He fixed them for me. Um, he broke that seal. He was playing uh, Business Time. Yeah. Um, he was playing it, I think, on guitar as a joke. Mm-hmm. And I was saying, oh, that's a cool groove. What is that? He goes, Flight of the Concords. I go, oh, I don't. Oh, it's those guys. He goes, <laughs> yeah, but it's a good song. And I was like, is it? I mean, it's a cool groove. And he was like, yeah, have you heard it? And I said, no. So yeah. he played it. And I was laughing. I was like, this is fucking sweet. <laughs> and that's when I, I started to appreciate their music writing. Like their their just combination, their the way they wrote. Yeah. And that's when I started to be like, okay, I get it. And I they have it. such a dry New Zealand sense of humor. Like they always introduce themselves as New Zealand's fourth most fourth most popular folk comedy duo crossover <laughs> band. <laughs> and then in their uh their HBO special, which I still every once in a while will just throw on because it's so funny. <laughs> At the beginning, they're like, Hi, we're for Lake Concords. It's really great to be here in um and he checks the back of his guitar and he goes, America. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I started rewatching season one of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Season one and season two. Yep. And the episode with, uh, what's his name? When he plays Fart. Fart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jermaine Clement. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It's such, it's such a good episode episode yeah and someone uh pointed out on reddit this cool little detail that i never noticed um morty asks him to sing another song yeah uh before he kills him yeah he sings it again so he doesn't read morty's mind because he knows what everybody's gonna do all the time yes and that's why morty was able to kill him because he was focusing on singing (laughs) instead of reading morty's mind yeah and so like morty knew when he asked him to sing another song he was like do this so Mm -hmm. you won't think of me killing you and moon man (laughs) Goodbye. God, that that show is so good at being that bizarre. Also, I didn't know. Side note, sorry to interrupt. Mm. I didn't know Werner fucking Herzog was in Rick and Morty. Who did he play? I kind of remember that. I he just was uh, Mister Pipple Pops. I don't remember who that uh, is. It was the uh, the second TV show one. Oh, okay, with the two brothers. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was that one. He was a. Uh, Mr. Mr. Pibble pops when uh, uh, Jerry has to give his penis or offers his penis. Oh, that's who Mr. that was. Pibble yeah, pops yeah, yeah. He's like, he he doesn't talk much, but when yeah. he does talk, it's Werner Herzog. He goes, "I would like your penis." <laughs> <laughs> well, he he talks like, "I know how humans care about their penises." <laughs> yeah, he's got such a weird voice. But, uh, he's German, right? Yeah, and I I had no idea, and I, I remember that voice, and I I heard it, 
And I was like, wow, that's such an intense voice. And then in the credits, it's, it was like guest starring Werner Herzog. And I'm like, no, fuck, I don't <laughs> it was Werner Herzog. I think one of my favorite roles he ever played was in, there's an episode of Parks and Rec where Andy and April are driving around and it's in season seven, I think. <laughs> And they find this creepy old, what looks like abandoned mansion that says open house on the front of it. <laughs> They're like, we're going in. And the only person in there is him, played by Warner Herzog, and he's the owner of it. And he's like, do you remember Zapani Haunted Doll Factory? <laughs> They're like, this was a haunted doll factory? No, this was the holding cell for all the patients who went insane working there. <laughs> And then it cuts to one of like the talking heads, like they interview him, and he goes, "After forty-seven years of living here, I've decided to move to Orlando to be closer to Disney World." <laughs> so every time I see it, it makes me laugh because he's just so evil looking, yeah. and he's just like he's just disassociated from being a human almost. The way he talks, I think he, I think he knows it, and I think he's kind of playing himself and, and at that, this point. Yeah, and that's why he knows yeah. the character that he plays when oh he does God. that. Um, another thing, by the way, and Timmy, uh, I've had many discussions with Timmy about this. I forget his name, but I watched Inception again recently, and I forget the Japanese man, Ken Watanabe. Ken Watanabe, holy shit, he is. The most Japanese sounding person. <laughs> well, he, he 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 has an ability, kind of like Werner Herzog, where the way he delivers the line yeah. is almost the most impressive part. Yeah, it's like just the scene when uh, when they're walking away, when he he picks up uh, Cobb, yep, Cobb and uh, Arthur, uh-huh. and leaves them from the helicopter, and he says like Inception, and they go, no, it's not possible. It is possible, and then he goes, and then he says. Something about, like, well, I hope you find time to get back to your children, Mr. Cobb. Yeah. <laughs> and then the way he stops and comes back and he goes, what's the idea? Like, that part. Like, just the yeah the vocal dynamic that he gives. Exactly. Is like so... His, uh, his, like, his cadence of, like, how he's yes. talking. Yeah. Is so good. And also, like, if if you haven't heard me say it before, people, like, I... I'll, I'm going to be honest here. I thought Leonardo DiCaprio was a fluffed up actor full of shit mm-hmm. until I saw that movie. Inception? I, I I knew he was good. I thought he was good. I never thought it was like, oh my God, Leo. I never yeah. liked the hype. But when I saw Inception, I was like, holy shit, the hype is real. Interesting. Holy shit. Everybody was right. I was stupid. And it was from that one scene. The one scene when uh, Maul, when they show Maul dying. Oh, and he's trying yeah. to stop her from killing herself. Yeah, that scene, like, sh- like, yeah, I was yeah. like broken from that. I was like, oh my god, yeah, like, just the way he <sighs> screams is too real. Yep, <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, man. I like, love getting broken by a movie <laughs> like that. Like, dude, and when I watch when I watch Inception again, like multiple times over, like like I just did recently, you pick up so much more depth on Leo's character because mm-hmm. you know about it now. Now you know he's trying to hold Maul back, and he knows he can't let her go, and you know the reason why is because of the things he's done and the thing he did, and you know that. And now all of a sudden, all of the emotions before you you discover that in the movie mm-hmm. is just that much more intense. Like Leo's fucking amazing. Yeah, he's very good. He's, he's very very good. He's really on. Oh, and I wish um, what's his name had more uh, had more screen time. Cillian. Or Killian. Killian. I mean, Killian's always great, but no. Um, Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy. Yeah. Oh, 
He's hilarious as Ames. He's, he's so good, yeah. Ames as Ames, yeah. And uh, JGL. Yeah. That, that movie's stacked. It's a stacked fucking movie. Yeah. Oh, man, so good. That's I remember the first movie. time I watched that, I think I was still in high school or it was right after high school. Me and my friend watched it. It finished, and I was just like, holy shit. <laughs> and he goes, I know, right? <laughs> and then, like, we just sat there and we talked about it for a while, and then, like, the guys came through and cleaned, and they're like, you you guys good? And then they're like, yeah, yeah, we're just, we're just chilling, we're talking about it. He's like, all right. And then he left. And then people started to trickle in for the next showing, and he goes, oh, shit, do you just want to watch it again? And, and he we did. did. <laughs> Literally just sat there and watched it twice in a row. It's It was, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, did you see the, the, the roast that Ricky Gervais did to Leo. I was just, <laughs> I was just gonna bring up the Golden Globes. I saw a, a supercut of every word Ricky Gervais said at the Golden Globes. Boy, do I love that man! I like how when he roasted Leo, Leo himself was like yep. dying. He was laughing. He was like, "Oh my god!" So what was it? He said, uh, "He said the Irishman was so long that by the time Leonardo DiCaprio finished watching it, his girlfriend was too old for him." Yep. <laughs> Oh my god, that was good. Uh, from that, somebody on Reddit, on the Data is Beautiful subreddit, made a graph of Leo's age, just steadily getting older, like through through the passage of time, and then his girlfriend's age, and like all of his girlfriends, like Giselle, and he, apparently he dated Blake Lively, which I didn't know, and he's never dated someone over twenty five, <laughs> and like he's broken up with multiple like right after they've turned 25 so apparently 25 is his cutoff how old is he now 30 he mid is to late 30s 49 is he really he is 49 years old he looks or good 48. for 49 yeah they had, ricky gervais says uh seriously mate you're almost 50 <laughs> like something date someone your own age or something like that he looks really good though no, he, really he looks like he's in his late 30s yeah at most yeah He's a he's a spry young looking dude, but I don't think he takes care of himself. What do you mean? Like it's not like he's like a fitness guy. I'm no, pretty I mean, sure he, there, there's he smokes cigarettes and fucking yeah. He's got a dad bod. Yeah, most I'm, of the time I'm pretty sure he just whatever. He's just got a young face, youthful yeah, he, face. He just has a young youthful face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brad Pitt won for supporting actor, and he just like <laughs> just gushed about how awesome it is to work with Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, in uh, Ad Astra. Uh, no, in um, uh, no, I, I, once, upon, once a upon a time. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah. What did you think about Ricky's uh, Ricky's Just, roast? I I love him. I loved it. Yeah, <laughs> it I was loved so it. good. Loved the it. blah blah blah. When he talked about his own show, that was so depressing because it's about a guy who's trying to work up the nerve to kill himself after his wife dies, and that's still more fun than watching the Golden Globes. <laughs> that's his show, I didn't realize. Yeah. He's the main character in that. And then he goes, spoiler alert, there's going to be a season two, so he obviously doesn't, just like Jeffrey Epstein didn't. Yeah. And people are like, whoa! <laughs> and he goes, shut up, I don't care. I know he was your friend, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, oh my god! <laughs> but then uh, the best thing he said was when he just... <laughs> He roasted Tim Cook. <laughs> to Tim Cook's face? Yeah. Um, oh, about, Apple like, Plus is here. Yes, that's so great. That's so great. Is it, the Morning Show, really fantastic show. It's about uh, keeping integrity in, in the workplace, which is really interesting that it was made by a company who employs a bunch of sweatshops in China <laughs> to make their phones. 
Uh, and then he goes, seriously, speaking of which, all of these huge, awful companies. I think he said like awful or terrible companies. Yeah, Google, Amazon, yeah, Apple. Apple, Amazon, Netflix. Disney. Yeah, Disney. So you all work for them. So when you get up here, don't use this as a place to make a political standpoint because blah, blah, blah. And then because he said, if ISIS <laughs> offered a streaming service, you people would call your agents. <laughs> And it's like, holy shit, that was so good. Dude, I love the shots of Tom Hanks trying to not just burst out laughing, just be yeah. like, because <laughs> he's he works very closely with like the Oscars and the Golden Globes. And oh, stuff he does. Like that. Yeah, he's he's all in Hollywood. Um, it was great. And then there are some other cool parts too, like um, Chris Hems, someone from Australia, Kurt Russell, Chris Hemsworth, someone won something. And they weren't there because they were in Australia fighting like, the fires, actually helping fighting the fires. And then, or no, I think it was Kurt Russell because Chris Hemsworth just donated like ten million dollars, yeah. to the thing, um, which is awesome. <laughs> Did you hear about the girl who uh, made a hundred thousand uh, dollars to donate to three million, three million by a- selling nudes? <laughs> Uh, yeah, she was she was saying if you send her a picture of a proof of rece- like a receipt yeah. that you donated, she'll yeah. send you a free nude. It, for every $10 or something. For every $10, yeah. <laughs> so, like, imagine how many people were like, hey, here's $5,000. I'd like my 500 nudes, please. <laughs> uh, she has, like, an OnlyFans account, so I think that's easy for her. Yeah. I mean, did you see her, uh, her follow-through? She goes, she goes uh, like, update. My family's disowned me. Instagram yep. has banned me. Like, <laughs> yep. Which is shitty. That's shitty. Like, do your own thing. You're an adult. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. But to be donating that much money and your family's like, but you're naked on the internet. You're not our daughter anymore. It's like, I mean. Awful. It's either for one person or it's for people with money. Like, it's. (laughs) Exactly. I'm going to do it for somebody else then. Yeah. I'm going to do it for a boyfriend or a girlfriend or something. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know. Um, but yeah, that was insane. I remember seeing that and I, the first time I saw it, I thought it was a meme and then I was like, all right, well, it's not a meme. It's just some girl who's doing it. That's funny. And <clears> then <throat> I saw it, like it picked up traction. It's like a hundred thousand dollars and now apparently $3 million. I think it's 3 million. I could yeah. be entirely wrong people, but last I checked, it was pretty fucking high. It's an insane amount of money for <laughs> selling nudes to, <clears throat> to donate to Australia. I mean, I think I need to make an OnlyFan uh, account to follow her to find out, right? You know how that works? Let me, uh, <laughs> I, I guess you have to. You know how that goes? Um, yeah, that I don't think the number is important. <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. Man, I love Ricky Gervais. He also, the theme of this year was, I don't care. This is the last time I'm hosting. <laughs> so, like, you yeah. really went all out. Yeah, um, because I think Golden Globes came out and said, like, we're not having a... We're not, we're not doing Ricky again or something like that. And he just put like a laughing emoji. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I knew it. Well, like, I can only imagine it's either, it's either like the only person who could do what he did is either him or like Jim Jeffries. Yeah. But give, like, give them a pint of beer, put them in front of a podium and let them just roast the fucking crowd. Yeah. It's so weird that they keep bringing him back. Like, it's really not because think of like you and I watched his monologues and stuff like it's that for we've never watched it's anything with yeah. the golden globes ever before so it's for ratings and it works yeah but man <laughs> See, uh i recently watched just like the supercut of all the years he did it there was the joke he had about how like last year amy poehler and tina fey hosted together because they they the hollywood foreign press paid them the same amount that they would pay a man 
like paid them total the same amount. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I, I remember uh, uh, the only thing that, that like I think it could be up there in par mm-hmm. for humor is the Ann Coulter roast because it wasn't actually the roast of Ann Coulter, but the jokes that each person came up for the roast of the main person yeah. was so good against Ann Coulter. There's <laughs> so many video clips on YouTube of like the Ann Coulter roast because they fucking destroyed her. <laughs> like... <laughs> savagely destroyed her yeah just well and i remember listening to tony hinchcliffe talk about it because he's a he's one of the writers for the roast and he was saying like we gave her stuff to say and we told her this is a great way to kind of like keep the peace if you do this Mm -hmm. and she was like no this is garbage i'm gonna have my own stuff and he was like so i'm a professional roaster your stuff is not going to be better than my stuff. <laughs> like, <laughs> I beg you to, I'm telling you to do it. Like yeah. if you don't want to, that's fine. But like you open these gates, these gates are opened. And then yeah. he was saying, <laughs> they were asking like, so how did she handle it? He goes, horrible. She was pissed. Like they were fucking destroying her on stage. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Who is Ann Coulter again? Isn't she like with the news or something? Ann Coulter? I don't know. She's, uh, she's like, uh, 60 minutes. No, 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 no. Ann Coulter is, um, Conservative media pundit. Okay. Conservative media pundit. She seems like someone who would handle it really well. Yes. Uh, she uh, Her first book was about the Bill Clinton impeachment. Um, she wrote about legal cases. Uh, she, has, oh, she has views on the following things. Um, abortion, Christianity, civil liberties, immigration, LGBT rights, Republican endorsements, war on drugs, white genocide, and Bernie Sanders listed. I wonder what her stance on all of those is. Yeah, I'm not going to, we're not going to go in that. But yeah. So long story short, she got destroyed. Yeah. On Comedy Central. That's Just, what I'm looking up when I get home. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, I love roasting in every flavor of it's it. It's got, uh, what's his name? The guy you like, the British guy. Um, mm-hmm. Fucking asshole. Ricky Gervais? No, not Ricky Gervais. The British guy. British guy. Uh, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Yeah. Yeah, he's Jimmy a roaster. Carr. And he, I think he like he does like the final blow. Yeah. Like he does the final blow and it's not even the end of it. He just does he's halfway through it and his is so bad the whole crowd just goes, "Oh." <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. He is the thing about him that works so well is he is so like proper. Like yes. he always wears suits and ties and he has this beautiful hair and this voice that's very, is very upper class England. And then he says the most disgusting things imaginable. I want to watch it with you before you go home. Cause I yeah. want to get your No, reaction. Yeah, we'll watch it. Um, there, anybody who has quick access to YouTube, look up Jimmy Parr, Jimmy Carr, Parr, Jimmy Carr, uh, unnecessary joke. It's this show that he hosts. He hosts a bunch of like panel shows in England and there's this, I'm not going to spoil it, but there's this one joke. He does this poor woman who's so nice. And then everyone's like, what the fuck, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone just loses it because it's the most unnecessarily mean joke out of nowhere. And even he starts breaking because he goes, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody look that up. Um, Have you watched The Witcher yet? Uh, I watched like half the first episode. I couldn't get into it. I just don't think I like no? that whole thing. No, I couldn't get into the game. Couldn't get into the show. Okay. Yeah. I, I also, I don't like 
the character in the show or in the game. Like, just, uh, I'm a witcher. <laughs> I got this monster and I've, I'm bringing it back for you. <laughs> It's like okay. You, you don't you don't like the brooding, brooding like soulless. They apparently witchers don't feel anything, and no, they feel pain. No, like the emotions and stuff like that. That's what they heavily imply. Yes, in the first yes, 20 they're not supposed to feel emotions. Yeah. Um, if I remember the lore, I think it's like they get taken when they have signs of being a potential witcher when yeah. they're children. Kind and of like, like experimented on and like perfected and yeah. trained and stuff like that. Yeah. 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 Which sounds pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, I did fast forward through parts at yeah. times because it turned into like, oh, they're trying to hit the Game of Thrones fans. Like it's obvious. Yeah. Like I said, it's excessively violent and, and detailed. And nude. The nudity is like, is like right in your face and like yeah. fully like, un- like just shoved onto you. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just like, it's just obvious. It's just like the, but at the same time, I think it, I thought it was really entertaining. Yeah. I thought it was really entertaining. Also because I played enough of the game that I do like the idea. I do like how I do like Henry Cavill's Witcher. Like take on it. Yeah. I've seen like comparisons of like the game character moving and talking and Henry Cavill. And it's like, he, it's based off the book, not the game, but but he he definitely plays. He definitely played the game because he always says the same thing. Just like him. Yep. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Easy roach. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. He does. Exa- yep. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It's pretty, it's, it's cool that he did it like that. But yeah. I, w- I was going to ask you, because if you did watch it in whole, I wanted to see your opinion on how it stands as a video game. I know it's the book, mm-hmm. but because Henry's basically doing the video game character. character yeah. How you book felt. story, video game character. How you felt it. it carried over i don't i wouldn't you'd be way more of a uh what's the word the educated you'd be way more educated <laughs> uh on that than i would Fair um enough. i did on netflix though in one sitting watch living with yourself with paul rudd the one where he accidentally clones himself Clone himself yeah it was really cool weird ending that yeah. like Definitely like ties a bow on the season and maybe sets up a season two. But like if they don't set up a season two, it's a fine ending for season one. Okay. Which I always love when things do that. Um, Nice. And uh, it was, it was really cool. Like I was genuinely just watching it being impressed by his acting as playing. Well, Paul's really good. Two different versions of himself. Yeah. Yeah. And like his character was pretty much Paul Rudd, but it was Paul Rudd when he's depressed, I assume. And Paul Rudd when he's just. 110%. Um, And then the cinematography. Like, it was like uh, the parent trap or something like that, where it's like one person playing the the two different people, twins, the Winklevi um, from Social Network. But, like, really good. Like, there's parts where he's, like, wrestling himself, and it's Paul Rudd wrestling Paul Rudd, and I cannot detect any CGI. It's very, very impressive. Nice. Um, It was cool. It was also, like... It was. It got pretty sci-fi. It was very much of... Like a drama or comedy drama? It was a comedy drama, but it was... The whole season was basically like, okay, imagine this happened to you. You found out that you just cloned yourself. What do you do? Like, okay. it was like a very long episode of Rick and Morty in the way of like, here's a sci-fi trope 
let's see oh, Paul Rudd God. handle this for eight episodes. A, 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 wrinkle, a wrinkle in time episode? Yeah. Oh. Is that the one where it keeps splitting? With the Schrodinger's cats because they're uncertain. So the uncertainty <laughs> creates like a divide. Multiple timelines. Multiple and then timelines. Like 64 timelines. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like the in watching him unfold and figure it out yep. in the beginning, it's just, wait, 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 wait. Stop the drug. Stop the drug. <laughs> He's like, wait, why are you uncertain? It's like, wait, I don't know. It's like, oh, you little shits. <laughs> he was like, all you need to know is you need to be certain that you're pieces of shit. It pays on my ass. You don't know. No. I'm going to get a whiteboard. This has been a long time coming. <laughs> <laughs> God, that show's so genius. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, Did you hear uh, Dan Harmon quit his other company so he could focus on Rick and Morty? Really? Yeah, he quit Starburns. Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. It's a pretty cool move. I mean, I'm not surprised. They I mean, haven't really been doing anything. No, and also I, anything out. I think he just has more fun with Rick and Morty. Yeah, I bet that he can just hang out with Justin. They can just fuck around. And, yeah, and I think they've grown into like really close friends. I, I mean, thought, they see, always, here's the thing. I always have friends. Yeah, because they were doing stuff way back in the day on like early YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I thought they were always good friends. Yeah, they just yeah. never really advertised it. I think. Yeah, I guess. Um, oh, man, I still need to finish season four. You haven't finished season four? No, I only watched what was free on Adult Swim that I didn't need a cable account for. Oh, fucking eight. But I think at this point, now that it's they've all been out for weeks, yeah. it's all done, right? Season four already? The first half of it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. It's coming back because they split it the season. Doing a little break, which I like. Um, <laughs> yeah, I need to finish watching that. What the fuck is the name of that thing? The Oh, Kerbopolis Michael. I just love killing. I just love killing. I love that Women, character. Children, old people, I don't care. I just love killing. <laughs> Here's my card. Hi, Morty. My name is Crumbopulous Michael. I'm an assassin. I work for your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> He's played by um, Andrew something. You'll, you'll, you would recognize his face if I showed you his face, if you don't yeah. already know who he is. <laughs> It's hilarious. He's so funny. He's got such a funny, like, friendly guy voice. <laughs> oh, boy. Here I go killing again. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm an assassin. I work for your grandpa. <laughs> your grandpa makes me weapons. <laughs> oh, God. Really? You got to give him a card? <laughs> Just like, Here's my card. Do you ever need killing? <laughs> so good. Um, uh, Matthew Broderick is, uh, in one, is in one of the season four episodes. Matthew Broderick. Cool. Yeah. That's interesting. Once you hear it, you'll know. I'm sure I will. It's very obvious, but at first, it's you don't know at first. I didn't know at first. I was just yeah. wait, 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 wait. Ooh, the, what the fuck? And then you get it. Yeah. Um. The uh, the the pickle Rick episode with the therapist, the like Asian therapist. I recognize that voice so hard. I was like, I know it's not because it's an Asian character, but that sounds just like Susan Sarandon. <laughs> And then the credits came up, and it's Susan, Susan Sarandon. Sarandon yeah. It's like, holy shit. They got Susan Sarandon, Werner Herzog, Elon Musk in season four. <laughs> yes, yeah, Elon Musk. Oh, man. I, just, I, I, did, I didn't realize how popular they were. Yeah. I really did. I, I, I Obviously, they're popular. McDonald's brought back the Szechuan sauce for them. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but, like, didn't give them any credit. Yeah. <laughs> they're just cashing no, in no, on the popularity. No, no, they did. They did. They I did. thought they didn't. They did. They said, hey, back for a short time, thanks to uh, alternate time di- time dimension. Interesting. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they, they played it off. And they're like, I, get your I don't think that's really giving them credit. Like, they didn't partner with them. They didn't ask them. No, but they're playing off of it. Yeah. And there's the video of them, like, bought, they bought it for the office. Yeah, exactly. And they came in like, we got it. I th- it was, we did it. It was Dan Harmon or Justin Roiland. I think it was Dan Harmon because this is a way more Dan Harmon thing to do. He was, like, pissed about it. <laughs> Really? He was pissed that they did it and they totally cashed in on the Rick and Morty joke of it, 
but didn't share that with them at all. They're just like, hey, you, which I guess is fair because Rick and Morty fair. made that hilarious joke yeah. about Mac- McDonald's without asking them about it at all. Yeah. The McDonald's like, hey, yeah, us too. <laughs> um, fair enough. I say, yep. We end this with a very serious question. Oh. It's a question that created a great divide at work Uh-oh. this week. Yeah. And it's been a very heated debate. Yep. Okay, you ready? Who would win in a fight? The Enterprise. NC-1701D, which is the, uh, the first contact Enterprise with uh, Picard. Yeah. Or Imperial Star Destroyer. Oh, man. I thought you were going to say Millennium Falcon. <laughs> no. I was going to be like, Enterprise, it's space. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, Imperial Star Destroyer. I don't know enough about So the Star big Trek. argument is that photon torpedoes move at light speed and they have a range of 300,000 kilometers. And they have, their phaser bank range is at a thousand kilometer range compared to a Star Destroyer, which only has like an 800 meter range for their blaster yeah. cannons. However, the way that we've been putting it is that... So first of all, what would you say off, off the top? Uh, well, I didn't know that. Okay. I was going to guess Imperial Star Destroyer. Yes. But I was honestly thinking of like, well, what's the range of the Enterprise's weapons? <laughs> so I was thinking Star Destroyer as well, even with that information. So the way I look at it, uh, we found out that the Imperial Star Destroyer, the executor class that we were looking at, they carry, I think it's 12 squadrons of fighters. Sure. 75 fighters. So what like they- Like TIE fighters? TIE fighters. So what they could do, and also we had to we had to figure out like, all right, well, what what time zone or what, what, what time are we doing these Star, the, mm-hmm. the Star Destroyers in? Um, because if you have like the modern TIE fighters we're seeing from the New Order, yep. the New Order from the uh, First Order, yep. you could drop like you know six TIE bombing runs that they could go to hyperspace, flank on the Enterprise, surprise mm-hmm. hit them, and while the Enterprise is dealing with that, you move the Star Destroyer into blasting range and you do a bomb run. Yeah, you do like a bombardment hit. Sure. So you could do that. Also, we were talking about shields, like the modulation of the Enterprise shields versus the Star Destroyer modulation. We don't know. We can only see what we can get from film and in film you don't really have your shields destroyed in star wars either you can power through them yeah or you have to get through the the phase modulation of the shield if you're small enough in order to get through it okay whether with a bomb or with a fighter yeah that's it so theoretically you can shoot all the fucking photon torpedoes you want if they don't if they cannot penetrate that shield it doesn't matter so the big argument is range the big argument i had is that's not that's not the same because we don't know the specifics of the Star Destroyer, but I would say the Star Destroyer because it has more weapons. Mm. Also, I was going to say that's not a fair fight. The Enterprise is a research vessel. Yeah. Star Destroyer is a, is a combat vessel. Yeah, exactly. The equal fight would be the Dreadnought from Into Darkness. Okay. Um, that's a that's the that's a war that's a warship. Yeah, that's a Federation warship. That going against the Star Destroyer is a good fight. Yeah, and I found out that that dreadnought would win like a motherfucker because that <laughs> dreadnought has the ability with not only its size and range and like weapons capability. Yeah, <clears throat> it could fire in warp as evidenced in the movie when they chased down the Enterprise that had a head start on it in warp and then blasted it out of warp space while in warp while in warp yeah so in theory even if the modulation horrifying yeah so you can't escape it so in by the way they did a great job of making that thing fucking menacing yeah like an all black giant ass fucking enterprise looking thing yep um anyways uh the way i the way i found out about it was 
despite the shield modulation on the Star Destroyer, you could have this dreadnought spaceship fly by at warp, shoot and drop <laughs> photons while from warp yeah. onto the Star Destroyer, circle around, and just keep fucking warp dropping bombing oh, runs yeah. until you overwhelm the Star Destroyer. This is good. I like this. Right? Have you ever played uh, the card game Super Fight? No. It's a card game okay. of... So basically, it's 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 a party game. So two people pick a card, and it'll say like uh, Darth Vader versus Batman, and you're like, ooh, who would win? And you try to make your case for your card. You're like, this is why Darth Vader would win. Uh, and then there's another deck that's like modulating, like modulators. So it'll be like Darth Vader with a gun versus Batman with a lightsaber. And it's like, Oh, now who would win? Now it's an even, cause they have the thing. Batman is bulletproof vests and whatever. And now they both have lightsabers and he probably would have studied lightsaber combat cause he studied every type of guy. And then you pull like one more and they're like, it's a, now they have like an impact, like something that makes them worse. So it's like Darth Vader with a gun and T-Rex arms. So like really tiny T-Rex arms and Batman with a lightsaber with uh, like a glowing neon sign above his head. So he can't hide. I, I've never heard, heard of that game, but it's that's, fun. That's and it's, so it's like the dreadnought versus star destroyer. So what would you say? But with, with the dreadnought star destroyer or the enterprise, Darth Vader? enterprise warship versus a Imperial star destroyer. Uh, so you say the thing about the shields, couldn't the enterprise just go way out of range of the star destroyer and just lob a bunch of missiles at it until the shields are gone. It could, it could, but then it would send tie fighters depending on the age. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, we don't know the strength of the shields, the shield modulation versus something like photon torpedoes. Yeah. So you can't really say also then I was like, if we're, cause they kept talking about range and I was like, fuck your range. Your range is just one advantage mm-hmm. like in combat that's not the end-all be-all yeah if that were the case there'd be snipers on the battlefield and nothing else guess what there's not because of a lot of different reasons, reasons. <laughs> so i was saying if we're gonna play that fucking game cool there's a sith lord on the star destroyer and just fucking like deflects all the photon torpedoes now what <laughs> that's never been a thing <laughs> or how about this instead of tie fighters it's all sith lords flying like Sith interceptors. Yeah. Now what? Yeah. Get fucked. Like like. So this, you are on the side of the Star Destroyer. Uh if you're gonna say the Enterprise, which is a research vessel, versus the Star Destroyer, I was gonna say the Star Destroyer. If you're gonna say Federation warship versus a Imperial warship from Star Wars, mm-hmm. I would say the Federation warship. Sure. If I had. Interesting. To. Yeah, but who knows? It's it's all very fiction. <laughs> yeah, it's all very whatever, right? but fun fun thanks for that thank thank you thank you for that sir <laughs> all thank right. you okay the pepperoni boy <laughs> all right all right pepperoni Y'all about the spoilers. Isn't it interesting that like a good portion, if not most of our friendship is documented on the internet? (laughs)
<laughs> in the form of this podcast. That's right. We like we when we worked together, we we talked. Here's the thing: I always wanted to hang out with you. Ah, but like you were always just doing your own thing. Always, and you were always in Manchester. Yeah, and I was like, ah, oh, dude, I'm going to the gym. And you're like, okay, that's fine. Bye. And I was like, oh, yep. fuck. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, like me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, bye. But like, I like I always like to hang out with you. I was like, oh, where's Chris? I want to talk to Chris. I like talking Aww. to Chris. That's, that's always really sweet. That was always the deal. 